I'm in love. <laughs> oh my god, you admit it! <laughs> Inside jokes are the best. <laughs> Well, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. You'll do it yeah. You want to practice? Sure, one sec. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I had to burp right when I... <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. yeah. Holy oh, smokes. Okay. So we do this Holy thing. Yeah, if you listen to the beginning, we <laughs> put the conversation in the beginning. So oh, casual conversation. Dear Lord, I'm wow. so glad I didn't... Say anything. Welcome back to the Lunch Hour Podcast. We're so happy that you decided to tune in. Um, I'm Eden with... I'm Gabby. And I'm Jason. And today we have such a good topic for you guys. Uh, for the, today's topic, I will be the ringleader and I will facilitate the discussion. And so our topic is, what is the difference between millennials and Generation Z? So as many of you know, millennials are people born from 1980 to 1996, the youngest being 25 and the oldest being 38. And Generation Z are people born from 1995 to 2012. The youngest will be seven and the adult will be 24. Today we actually have real millennials. <laughs> Would you guys like to introduce yourself? Sure, uh, my name is Mr. Donahue and I was born in 1989. And I am uh, Mr. Varner, and I am one year older than Donahue because I was born in 88. So wise, yeah. so wise. So okay. wise. <laughs> you know, a lot of times people find out that I'm like older than other teachers and they like act all surprised and it's the most insulting thing. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh wow, you're older than Shipley? I never would have thought that. I'm like, thanks, I understand exactly what you're telling me. <laughs> all right, so what do you guys think uh, we can all agree on? Like millennials, um, how would you describe your generation? Oh, that's Superior a is a good word. <laughs> yeah. Comes right to the top of the dome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We were we, we were kind of uh, so we were like the first generation to kind of grow up with uh, the internet, and um, I think that that had a lot of effects potentially. I don't know mm -hmm. what they were, but because it was just me growing up. So, but um, I don't know. I'd say we kind of like we're a little bit entitled. I think that's yeah yeah. Maybe a little bit. I, I think that's definitely, I that's, definitely, on us, that's definitely, I think, the reputation that we have as a generation. Mm. Mm. Um, but I think it's like, I think we were one of the, also one of the first generations that kind of had this big shift. It's like the same thing you have with Generation Z, where you guys have grown up totally with the internet. We were one of the first to kind of like grow up with it. So we were, you know, kind of like growing up with it as it was developing. Mm -hmm. So we're much more, I think, much more vocal about complaining about things. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the past generations were. Yeah, there's just so many things that need to be complained about. Yeah, I think. Yep. And, and because the internet's out there, 
we have so much access to the things that we think should be complained about. Mm -hmm. And so we complain. Yeah. I think we also are probably the first generation to find out just how fun it is to complain about things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Complain about things can be great. It's so great. Yeah. yeah, It makes me feel so good. Yeah. What about Generation Z? Would you guys like to uh, say your ages so that we could get to know? Oh, um, well, I'm currently uh, 17 years of age. I'm 17 as well. Born 2002. Mm -hmm. Me too. Crazy. Uh, so, what did, wh- how would you rep- how do you say your generation is like? What are some defining characteristics? Hmm. The internet's definitely a big thing. I feel like because we were able to grow up with the internet, we could be you know maybe possibly considered a little bit more intelligent than past generations <laughs> in some sense. Uh, <laughs> wow. All right. But also maybe like a little bit. Uh, spoiled in a way. Like for, for example. Sure. The way that they were explaining it, they had they had to complain a lot more because they had a lot of new stuff that they hadn't previously dealt with that they had to deal with at this time, or at that time. Everything that we had was pretty much, you know, we've already had the internet. We've pretty much grown up with everything that we've had. We were taught it from a young age, and we haven't really had to make that many huge adjustments. So maybe a little bit more spoiled, but also that contributes to our... Massive size of intelligence. (laughs) I think we're more competitive more than anything. I mean, I think our college process was way more different than your college process. Like, we have to have extracurricular activities, AP classes, and I think more is expected of us. But I do think that we are leaders. Like, our generation Mm -hmm. will be more leaders once we get onto the real world. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) What do you think? I think on Generation Z is um, I think we're too dependent on social media and um, the internet like I know most people and I think also myself I can't really live without the internet (laughs) honestly like if we're honestly speaking the internet is something that is so like addicting but also so useful like it makes everything so much simpler and that's just the type of environment we grew up in and so that's I think one of the biggest defining factors of Gen Z is the internet as everyone said where did where did you three grow up? Because Donahue and I both grew up here, essentially. I grew up here. Yeah, in I'm Montgomery County. County here. In Montgomery yeah, Montgomery County. County. I grew up in Montgomery County. Yeah. Well. I grew up here, okay. but I wasn't born here. Gotcha. To so what you said, I think we're also more impatient because we're so like we want everything so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think adds on to us being more competitive mm-hmm. in our generation. I think uh, you know this isn't completely a divergence from what you're talking about, but um, the internet. There's a lot of great qualities, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't deny that. A lot of great qualities. But with it came the advent of social media and all these different ways to be connected and all these different ways to see how other people are living their lives. And I think that a lot of people in your generation, in Generation Z especially, as well as millennials, have uh, been experiencing a lot of anxieties because of that. A lot of social anxieties, and these are becoming a much bigger issue within America with the younger generations. And um, I think it's an interesting phenomenon to see like how these this group of people especially is affected by that. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't talk about it <clears throat> when I was in school. We didn't bring up, I, mean, I don't know about you, but like... Well, I was thinking about that, and it's, it's not as much... You guys are more like in social media constantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas for us, it was like when we went home, you logged on AIM and yeah, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then like, it was also like almost the way that now people think about what they're posting and like, oh, I want to get a post that looks good. 
Like you would, I remember you had like a bunch of different away messages saved for like your AIM, right? <laughs> I was never that into like, AIM. Like, yeah. Can yeah, you explain that? Yeah, what, 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 is is that? that? what is that? AIM <laughs> was like oh, AOL, so uh, it was like, of, like messaging. Yeah. It yeah. was essentially like texting now, where you'd go on, you'd have like a little text box on. Um, it's like direct um, messaging. Yeah, yeah, it was more so like that. Yeah, I guess. And but you had a username. Yeah, yeah. But it was really before we even had cell phones and before we could text people. It was you had a username. You had like a little like direct chat. Yeah. So you could like just chat with your friends. It was like give you that little you like could have message multiple chats up at the same time, and you're just like organizing. <laughs> could you get? I forget. Could you get multiple people in a chat? Could you have a? You group could have chat? a chat room. You could have a, you chat, have a chat room. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, pretty advanced. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember your username? I don't actually. Donnie, you seem like you remember. My, yeah. my username it was, it was stupid. Yep. I think they're all stupid. But uh, <laughs> mine was based on like a Simpsons joke, where there was like this one Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons was a is a cartoon show. <laughs> <laughs> Started in 1989, still going on today, mm-hmm. but stopped being funny around 2001. Um, and uh, there's this one scene where Homer the dad. Um, he gets a, a monkey that is supposed to help him uh, in life, but then the oh. monkey ends up uh, just taking all of Homer's lifestyle choices and becoming like this fat slob. The monkey's name was Mojo. And uh, at the end, the monkey is like dying and he like has a way of communicating where he types something on, and it says it like a Stephen Hawking voice. And all he says is, all it says is pray for Mojo. And I always thought it was so funny. So I made, I made mine pray for Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's really interesting. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but now you have. <laughs> yeah, we need all of that. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah good. <laughs> so start editing. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. we, it's just weird how big of a generation gap that is. It's like even when we had phones in high school, like you didn't have internet on your phone. You didn't have like my phone. I could text my friends, and that was it. You know, like you could play some games, but. Like, you really couldn't do anything else with it. Yeah. Um, so it was, like, it's weird. I joke sometimes, like, the biggest difference between um, school when I was in high school and teaching high school is just, like, the school's so much quieter now because people aren't, like, talking all the time. Because, mm. like, mm. the text. Right. It's not true. You guys are yeah. super loud and annoying, <laughs> but whatever. Um, no, but it's interesting. Like, the phone thing is incredibly interesting because that was a good question like, what did we do yeah you know and play cards it, it's, yeah play yeah. cards yeah because <laughs> yeah, we're old men yeah. <laughs> uh, no like I remember because I, I graduated from Einstein and um, I remember my senior year we would sit on Main Street they had tables set up on Main Street and me and my crew had like this table there was probably like 12 or 14 of us and we would just like sit there and eat and, and talk the whole time and, and joke around you mm-hmm. know and yeah, I, I don't remember anything. Like, the phone that I had was, like, a Nokia brick phone. You know? <laughs> yeah, what was your first phone? Those are iconic. It was, yep. Yeah, Nokia phone. It was, like, this thing that looked like it would last through, like, a nuclear holocaust. Mm-hmm. Like, it just was <laughs> really well put together, and uh, all you could play was Brick Breaker on it and mm-hmm. text every now mm-hmm. and again. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. like, when you get your first phone tells a lot about the generation. Yeah. So, like, when did you guys get your first phone? I was 16. I was 16. I got my driver's license and I got a phone the next day. Wow. Oh, yeah. nice. Ooh, good How news about you? for you, Mr. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jason? I got my driver's license. I got my first phone when I was in fifth, fourth grade, I believe. That's crazy. That's wow. crazy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. What do you even do with a phone when you're in when fourth you're, grade? Yeah. Just, it's they, mainly just play games on your phone. Wait, did just, you keep it or your parents have it? 
I had my own cell. I had my own phone. Like, so they didn't like give you permission to use it. No, you just kept it. Did you experience that? Because I've never heard that before. <laughs> I got my first phone. I mean, that's what a lot of them do nowadays. Tenth or nine. Okay. Because oh, that's pretty late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty late. <laughs> like for today's day and age. Yeah. yeah it was torture actually. <laughs> well, because all your friends had yeah, it, and you were the one that did yeah. it. That's a weird. That's a weird social like <laughs> stigma. It is not to have a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to memorize all your friends' phone numbers? No, I never call people. Oh, wow. I don't call people now. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Do you, you guys talk on the phone? Yeah, you guys just text, no, you right? Just text. I mean, I prefer texts. Yeah. I think that's interesting, too, because uh, with a phone call, you get more from, you, you, there's more that's being able to be communicated than from text, I think. Like, a lot can be lost in translation through text. Yeah. Which is because that's sometimes you don't have the tone. That's why you have the emojis, right? That's where the emojis come. But my generation, we, like, emojis were kind of just thrown at us, and they're like, yeah. these are here now. And I'm like, I don't know how to use that. So, and some of them don't even make any sense. Like, there's emojis that, like, the human face just can't actually make, you know? That's true. That's true. Like, or, that, or that you would never make. Like, the one where, like, it has, like, one eye winking with the, and the tongue out at the same time. Yeah, like, that's a weird face to make. Well, when has everyone ever that made that? Jason makes that face a lot. Yeah. I've uh, never made that face once in my life. It's like, that's yeah. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, understand what it's that an absurd yeah I don't know how to use that one what so. are some like trends in your um, generation like, like right now yeah like right now yeah, I'm curious I actually don't know like what, do, what is going what on do, in what your do world millennials like right now I mean have kids yeah, a lot, a lot of people having kids and getting married. Yeah. Uh, for us, it's, it's very hot. For right us, now. it's getting invited to weddings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go to probably about like six weddings every year now. Like, Is that fun? It's really astounding. I like weddings. I think they're fun. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed this year that I'm getting a little bit tired of them. I actually am. Like, the last two that I've gone to, like, when it was all happening, I was like, oh, man, like, Everyone's getting married. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. my friends are just going to be, like, it's, married it now. True. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so there's that, and then I mean, what, it's what it's like do? I don't want to I don't want to say the obvious thing, but it's like all we do these days are like what our parents did when they were like young, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we talk about complain about work, we politics. talk about like talk about politics, we like try to save money for houses, you know? It's just like all the stuff that you just hit a certain point, and it's it's weird. I feel like generational divides are huge in some things, and other things like when you guys are you know in your thirties, you'll be doing the same thing, yeah. which is weird. It's so weird to think about. Yeah. You know what's also weird is like people will tell you that and you'll be like, nah, I'm never doing that. And then you'll hit that age and you'll remember. Because I do this all the time. Uh I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) They were right. Like, I I am doing that now. Like, it makes me so angry. Like, I'm like, I I thought it wouldn't happen to me and it's already happened to me. I remember uh, when I was a kid, my parents used to invite other adults over and they'd play like board games and stuff. And I I loved it because they'd let me play the board games too. And. Uh, I felt like so involved in everything and now I'm an adult and I'm like going over to other adults places and playing board games and stuff and looking forward to it where it's like like, someone's someone's like someone's like oh you want to go out like man like we could just have a game night (laughs) and let's play some code names yeah fun game code names code names legit code names is a it's a game where basically you have a bunch of different words and they're on they're individual cards and you set it up where there's five by five, so 25 total cards, and there's two people that are giving codes to their teammates trying to get them to guess the certain cards that are their teams that they need to get. And um, and so they need to make them guess it by giving a code that's like one word, and then they give how many cards are associated with that word. So it's like a word association <laughs> game. Fun. <And> cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for, you guys don't play that stuff. No. For Generation Z, for Generation Z, I feel like 
um, a lot of trends is like being an activist or like just mm. that you see a lot of young people being involved in the political process and I just mm. want to get your take on that. How do you how do you feel when you see like I don't know like for example Greta Thunberg 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 something like that. How dare you? <laughs> when you see her or like when you see like Isra Hersey or like I don't know just any political activist. I, mean, they, like, I think when I see my peers go to the walkouts and are like politically active in social media because I think social media though it does have its um, like bad things it does also connect us and let us know what's going on in the world which in a sense I think makes us grow up quicker because we're more self self-aware but I think yeah when my peers are more politically active it makes me feel empowered it's like okay we can make changes regardless of our age at the moment yeah it is kind of empowering um, it's good to see people your age go out and really fight for a difference but also, it's like you want it to happen, but you kind of don't want it to happen because even though it is empowering, it's like these are still kids. These are still 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds and maybe even a slightly older, but I feel like they should still be living out their childhood a little bit more and like still be focusing on having a fun childhood because jumping into like the hard, the hardness of life and kind of all those bad views that early just isn't really... You know, to seem that, you know, hopeful to me. Oh, I think that's what differentiates us from them. Well, m maybe. I don't know how you guys grew up. Actually, were, that's a good question. How were you guys... Any, like, were you guys politically active as yeah. young children? Or? Young children. <laughs> <laughs> I was a, three, a very politically active when I was three yeah. years old. I, signed, uh, I went door to door when I was four. <laughs> and out the hand yeah. Yeah. It's, It was different. I feel like we had political opinions, but I think, like, it's kind of we joked at the beginning that we complained mm -hmm. about a lot of things. But we didn't have necessarily the same opportunity to get opinions disseminated mm -hmm. that you do now on like social media. You know, like, you know, in our generation, um, Greta T, last name, um, <laughs> would have essentially just been like that quirky kid who cared a lot about the environment because we had friends, you know, like that. Yeah. But like, you don't have there wasn't a huge platform. And like, I'm sure in some cases they were, it's mm -hmm. just, it seems now it's people are much more able to disseminate ideas, say, hey, like, you know, school violence is an issue, let's have a walkout. Hey, like women's rights is something we all care about, let's have a march. And both for, you know, our generation and your generation, you see people organizing it. It's just at the school level, just really like been motivated with that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of across different areas. Um, so there's a lot of like very empowering, you know, student-led protests now, which is cool to see. Yeah, and uh, right, even with those things, though, I, I'm always wondering like what percentage of people are actually mm -hmm. truly right. invested in the in the movement and and the the purpose of it, and how many are marching out because it's a school day and they'd like to, you know, just join the pack and miss out mm -hmm. on school and. You know, and it's fine if you kind of want to say that you were there, say that you like experienced it. Like I understand that. That's that's fine, and that, and that's better. But the people that go just to kind of like skip school, I always thought that was kind of a little crappy. Yeah. yeah. Do you think um, there's a difference in between what each generation values? Like for example, I think uh, Gen Z really values like the movement to end climate change, or like mm -hmm. just they have different. I think Gen Z has different like views on the world you guys have kind of really that's from what i can see what are some values that you think are different 
Well, we were growing up in like the Bush era. Mm-hmm. 9-11 happened when I was in seventh grade. I think you were in I eighth was in, grade. I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And so we were the growing up. The wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Right. And so this is the beginning of like starting to view um, people from that region as mm-hmm. potentially the enemy. And mm-hmm. then everyone just starts painting with a broad brush and saying that, Muslim is bad or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and it takes some real you know thinkers to be like no Muslim's not bad like that's it's a religion it, mm-hmm. just like Christianity it's just that there are certain extremists that are definitely mm-hmm. bad but that's a very small minority incredibly small minority of that group yeah so yep. yeah. we had I mean I think we were the other thing it's, it's weird to think back to the beginnings of you know, the Iraq and the uh, the Afghanistan war. Mm-hmm. But do you remember, like, when there was talking in politics about potentially reinstituting a draft? Because people are talking mm-hmm. about how these wars were going to be massive and, like, mm-hmm. it was going to be, like, you know, have to, like, occupy, you know, major nations in the Middle East. And there was... I remember, like, it was never something that was, like, major on the forefront of your mind, but it was, like... I definitely remember having conversations with some of, uh, um, some of my friends about, like, oh, yeah, like, if, you know, if they reinstituted the draft, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, we talk a lot about, I think the defining issues for our generation were 9-11. Um, it's particularly in this area, like, you know, 9-11, all the stuff around the, the millennium was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Y2K. Yep. Y2K. <laughs> yeah, Y2K. That was so goofy. That was, that was you nuts. You know Y2K? No. Oh, no. man, you don't know Y2K. You, I don't, you tell stories better. You tell Y2K. So, so Y2K was basically... You're telling it all wrong. I'll tell this story. <laughs> uh, you're such a jerk. <laughs> Uh, So, like, right around, like, 1998, 1999, everyone starts worrying about the year 2000 because they think that our computers Uh, are going to go there. And computers were used the last two digits of the year to, like, understand what the year was. Mm -hmm. And so they thought that once the computers switched to 2000, it would say zero, zero, and they would interpret that as being year zero. And then all of them would, like, lose, like, all their, like, data and information or something. (laughs) And so everyone was, like, flipping out. And the people were taking their money out of banks and stuff and, like, putting it in their mattresses. It was serious. People were, like, like my my dad would tell stories about one of his coworkers that, like, wanted to put sun panels, solar panels on his house, but was worried then people would know when civilization crashed that he had power and would come and raid his house. Like, literally, like, that was, like, this dude's legit concern. I mean, obviously, he was a bit nuts, but, like, a lot of people, like, took it super serious. Did he get solar panels? I don't know. I don't think I ever asked for, like, the, the follow-up He's on that like story. in the woods somewhere. Right Just yeah. being like, oh, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suckers. Those suckers are probably yeah. all dead by now. <laughs> He's probably been off the grid for years. They'll never find me out here. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I remember, like, I uh, tried to stay up for New Year's in 1999 going into 2000. I was like, this stuff's going to go down. And uh, I couldn't because I was, I was like, 11. Oh, you're so young. <laughs> and so I was 12, yeah. And so I passed out at, like, 11 or something like that. But then wow. I, yeah, you suck. But then I, <laughs> I woke up at 3, and uh, I thought that I'd only slept for, like, five minutes. And I was like, what is going on? It happened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> the clocks are all wrong. Yeah. Like, no, you don't. I mean, you just like overslept. <laughs> well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it happened. It happened. I gotta go wake everyone up. <laughs> Wait, what about um, Columbine? Mm. Oh man, yeah, kind Columbine of, was Columbine's wild. You guys are a bit old, older by then, right? Yeah, we were in high school, right? Well, Columbine, Columbine, no, Columbine, we were in elementary school. No, really? Yeah. Really? 
That's wild. Columbine was. I misremembered that. You might might have been middle school. I want to look it up now, but I remember. I remember driving. I only remember that because I remember hearing about Columbine on the radio in the car with my mom, Mm -hmm. and she stopped. I think we got rid of that car when I was in middle school, so Mm -hmm. I feel like it had to have been elementary. What was Columbine? Mm -hmm. I'm not really. Probably like the first major school shooting. (laughs) First major school school shooting. shooting. It's crazy just how that's such a huge generation thing. Like you say Columbine, like instantly we know it. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's it's wild. Yeah, and then there's this whole call for like because they didn't know like why these two guys did it, and so they blamed music. And they mm-hmm. blamed like they video blame games. Yeah. yeah, they blame Marilyn Manson music, and yeah. then like uh, even like Eminem, I think, caught some <laughs> flack for that yeah, because they, they, they said flack. that he was like so violent in his lyrics. And there's yep. there's this big call from like moms all across the nation. Yep. And this is like I don't know if this is when they started putting putting like ratings on like yeah, like mature been. no like on, on oh, CDs on yeah. CDs. Oh. Again, CDs are what we had before, uh, <laughs> before you could put music on yeah. MP3s and phones and whatnot. MP3s are what we had before you could just stream. <laughs> Do you remember music. your first MP3 player? Uh, yeah, because I had a Microsoft wow. Zune. <laughs> you had a Zune? I had a Zune. <laughs> You're such a Zune. <laughs> what's a Zune? A Zune was like, 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 like an iPod. A Zune was like after iPods were already a thing. Like, yeah. like it's essentially like the, the Android phone of like... But it was so yeah. crappy. But it was like, yeah, it was. It was a piece of crap. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was like where iPods were like thin and like sleek and looked nice. And iPod was literally like a rectangle yeah, that was like yeah. thick and like husky. Like it had like buttons, like oh, solid wow. buttons. We yeah. didn't have like because the original like iPod, you still had like push. It didn't like spin. You couldn't do that yet. Mm. But it was at least a circle. And this one had like different like arrows. It was. Oh. It looked ugly. It sucked. Yeah. Mm. All the Zoom kids got made fun of at school. Oh yeah, I don't think I ever took it to school. Yeah, smart. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. What is like, um, like slang that you remember in your time? Ooh, this is good. Because I know, I know, Gen Z has a lot of slang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah, yeah. way much more slang than we do, and I think again that goes back to the social media because it just gets like passed around, spreads a lot quicker, spreads a lot super quick. Yeah. Uh, so ours was like much more regional then. Like, yeah. I think, like yeah. Montgomery County kind of had its own slang. Yeah. Um, um, and so like I know this because when we went to college, like my buddy, <laughs> like. Uh, Good job, Jason. My buddy went to Michigan, and he told us a story that he, like, went to Michigan, and the first, like, friends that he made, he asked them if they were, like, trying to go to, like, the Mm -hmm. diner or something like that, because, you know, when you're, like, talking to people, like, hey, you trying to go over here, you trying to go over there? They were like, we're not trying to go anywhere, like, we're going to go somewhere. (laughs) Really? Yeah. They, like, didn't understand that. that. It was, wow. yeah, it was it was funny because I was in I was in Chicago and one of my friends like saw me down our dorm hallway. He was like, "Hey, Varner, what it do?" And I was like, "Literally, I had no what idea what he do? meant." I was like, "What did what do?" You know, <laughs> like I had no, no I'd way. never heard wow. that before. Like, yeah. So there's and certain so there's certain things yeah. that like the cool kids knew, and then there's certain things that like the Varners yeah. of the world knew. <laughs> what did you guys say? Um, I mean, a lot of it was just from like rap. You know, lyrics and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember. Do you have a favorite expression? Mm-hmm. Um, Not for this podcast, Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many people listen to it? <laughs> no, I mean, I think we were like the ones that started saying, like, what's good? You yeah. know, like, yeah. what's good? What's it's really we, good? We got a lot from like commercials really almost. Because uh, you remember, like, what's like, up? What's up? Yeah. What's that? That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
No, so Scream was doing, now Scream is kind of like a, a parody of like a bunch of different cultural yeah. things. Oh. They were doing it from a commercial that was like, I think it was, it was like a Budweiser Bud commercial. Yeah, Bud Light or Budweiser yeah. commercial. And it was these, yeah, it's just these two dudes and one calls the other one and he was like, what's up? And then the other one's like, what's up? And then it just like caught <laughs> up, you know? What are some like stereotypes of your generation? Like Gen Z. Gen Z. Like Gen Z. Stereotypes. Mm. Yeah. Like Gen Z's really lazy. And, yeah, uh, spoiled. Yeah, yeah, spoiled. Yeah. They get everything Rude. they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think they're better than everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. We're more resourceful, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're resourceful. We're oh, wow. You guys, you take your phones away, what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> that's 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 you guys already said you can't play with that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I lost my phone. Good thing I have a laptop. No, seriously, I think we're just more resourceful. I mean, I think, well, pers- I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I think I can live without a phone for a week. What happens after that week? Then? <laughs> just going I would. Get the shakes symptoms. real bad. <laughs> Receive. <Like a> shake. <laughs> I don't want to, I, I know it's going to be difficult because I don't realize how much I rely on my phone just for looking up like simple things. Like, what's the weather outside? I'd have to Get go outside. outside. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. How did you guys... Oh, the news, right? TV was yeah. the thing. Oh, or you, like, yeah. looked out the window. Yeah. Or you can look yeah. out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no guys experience it. Like, <laughs> like, for the future, you can plan ahead. Uh, yeah, so we would go to local news and see the forecast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. you know? No, you pulled out your... <laughs> newspapers. <laughs> you're yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, your I never got into newspapers, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, that was, like, the main thing. It was thing. big like, in my, in my newspaper, house. Like, yeah, yeah we got the newspaper was every day. Was there a yeah. guy... Yeah, 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 the paper boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a truck. Mm-hmm. Came by and they just threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, we had some... I mean, we weren't from, like, the like the 20s. Boomers. Extra, extra. Oh, it looks like a washout. It's going to rain tomorrow. <laughs> Bring a coat. <laughs> like Germany invades Belgium. <laughs> 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 so you guys didn't have like milk dropped off at your door. Milkman. I don't like that milkman. <laughs> it sticks around too long. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so there are some stereotypes of millennials. Oh, a ton. A ton yeah. of millennials. Um, I think, like, I mean, it depends on which generation is stereotyping. I think yeah, like, the true. older generations kind of look at us the way that we look at you a little mm-hmm. bit, in that we're like the spoiled generation and, and nothing's good enough for us and um, all these things. And we're also kind of the college loan uh, generation that's like all up in arms about oh, yeah. you know how like we can't like be a part of the economy as much because we're paying off college loans, which is 100% valid. Yeah, I'm still paying. Okay, I'm gonna. And I only paid for my master's, which was about like 35,000 for that year, and wow. I'm still Jesus. paying that off. And that was like seven or eight years ago. Nice. And wow. I pay like about 250. Every, that's a I think I've only been paying the interest. So I'm, I'm probably going to be paying that until I, I die of a natural If you're only death. paying the interest, yeah. yeah you're paying yeah, that for... Yeah. Your kids yeah. will, are going to be paying that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we're going to live off the radar. Like I'm going to make sure that they don't have to pay anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll never oh, watch for anything. Yeah. They know your secret now, so... Like. Oh, crap! <laughs> yeah, this is Varner speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird to think of stereotypes of your own generation. I'm trying to, like... Wait, what about us? What are some stereotypes that we think of them? I can't really think of any, like, specific stereotypes. I mean, like, they're just, just the cell phone. You yeah. guys are just like, phone, uh, completely yeah. attached um, to social media and stuff. How about stereotypes for each other? I think they might not listen to us as much. What? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, <laughs> like going back to what you said, like entitlements and complaining. You mm. might not listen to us as much. Like, oh, because you have a stereotype against us, saying mm. they're always on their phones, they're lazy, this and that. So that's implicit bias. Yeah. 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 It's a. It's weird. Yeah, I was thinking about that question where it's like every. I think like a lot of people have talked about this, but every generation I think views the one, the younger generation the same way whereas like I think our parents viewed us the same way where our parents had an established order the way the world worked Mm -hmm. and we came up and like just wanted to mess it all up you know because we had different priorities and we were living lives dramatically different than they did Mm -hmm. and you guys are now growing up in a world that's realistically like very different from the world that we grew up in Mm -hmm. and now the way that we've kind of crafted the world to be, you guys are coming up with different ideas. So there's always going to be that that pushback where you guys are entitled because you want things. <laughs> you guys are. Um, I think there's. I mean, I think the. I can't think of a better word. You guys are dumb because you don't understand like what we're doing. <laughs> but it's like wait, it's wait, not necessarily there. Just because it's like I'm confused. I want to listen to you. <laughs> so yeah, to your elder. Yes. No, I think it's like I think it's like. Um, I think this because what's an example that I want to commit to that might be on a podcast. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No. So it's like, I think one of the big things are issues like student activism Mm. um, where students feel like they have a right to have an opinion on issues that apply to you guys Mm -hmm. and you want to go out and voice that opinion and you think that people should listen to it. And obviously in a school, most teachers are, you know, going to agree with you to a certain extent. But if you go to people outside of that, they'll be like, oh, no, why would students have a say on that? Because we never had a say in that for ours. And that's where I think this friction comes from, where they're like, that's how it was for us. Why does it need to be any different for you guys? So that's where you look at it and be like, oh, you guys are dumb. You don't understand that that's just how the world works. So is that but just jealousy? Honestly, like, like, I mean, it, it, jealousy yeah. might be a part of it, but I think Varner was on to something with the fact that every single generation of the last, like, century that I can think of uh, regards the next generation uh, the same way that we regard you guys. If you think about the baby boomers and Generation X, mm-hmm. right, baby boomers coming from, like, the golden era of the 1950s, and then you get into the 1960s and the Vietnam War, and then you get all these young people that are protesting, similar to the way that you guys are protesting, and the 1950s baby Baby boomers are looking at this like, oh, like these people, like what are they even protesting? They're not even going and fighting for their country. Like we're the people that came out of World War II. And then you yeah. go all the way back to the Great Depression and the, and the Roaring Twenties and everything. And they're looking at the, uh, you know, 1950s people as like, you didn't have to go through the Great Depression. You didn't have to deal with that. Like yeah. it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, there's not as many like great issues, I guess, as compared to the Great Depression yeah. and World War II and all that that we have to deal with. So unfortunately, you know, in yeah. our society, we kind of make up some issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Generations like life changes very quickly now. You know, like every generation is dramatically different. Whereas mm-hmm. if you went back 200 years and you were, you know, mm-hmm. living in um, like rural England or, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, anywhere else in Europe um, anything like that, there wasn't a big difference from how you might live in the 1770s from how your ancestor might have lived in like the 1600s. Mm-hmm. You know, like you lived a very, there wasn't as much like advancement as rapidly. So now exactly. I think a lot of this generational stereotyping is just that the world changes so quickly that people who are, 
you know, a couple generations earlier might not understand the changes and just mm-hmm. can't relate to them. And that's difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the gap between generations from here on is going to increase a little bit? Or <clears throat> in terms of, you know, the societal norms and how they view each other? I think we just might have, like, shorter qualified generations. You know, <laughs> we're looking at millennials as, like, would you say, 1980 to 1996? That's 16 years. And then... Generation, uh, what are you guys? Z. How long was theirs? 1996 to 17 what? 17 years. There's 17 years. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, I didn't realize that. Is there? So are you guys the? What about the kids that are being born right now? Is there? Are they going to be? There's a name for it, but I don't know. I, it. I don't okay. Remember. I don't know. I just think that, like you guys said, the the technology and everything is changing so rapidly that yeah, generations are just going to be coming faster. The way that we kind of like identify generations potentially. Mm-hmm. It's also, I think, in a lot of ways, our two generations are very similar. I think a lot of the issues that you guys mm-hmm. have, there's a lot of support between generations because I think that there are things that we also dealt with, just didn't necessarily have the. Um, resources. Yeah, maybe maybe didn't have the resources. Maybe didn't. I mean, to be honest with you, maybe we didn't realize that we could have mobilized the way that your generation has. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, maybe it is a little bit of a missed opportunity. Maybe that's why there's some pushback on um, Generation Z from millennials because we had to deal with it in a way that we disliked and we didn't see a way that we could change it. And you guys are being much more vocal about changing things. Mm-hmm. Not from me, of course. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was just saying, I think um, they're called Generation Alpha, the new generation oh, after yeah. us. Alpha? That's yeah. pretty alpha. I was going to say, it sounds pretty cool to me. Generation actually. Loser. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I like the name. Wow. <laughs> pretty bold of them. I don't know. What understand. is some advice you would like to give to Gen Z? <laughs> and what is some, like, statements you would like to say to millennials? You guys can give us advice, too. Yeah, advice. Advice. Um, We've all kind of already have been. Like she was like, I, I'm, I'm listening to you. I want to yeah, genuinely just, hear progress. your support points. Us. Yeah. Since you guys are in this, I mean, as teachers, mm-hmm. you guys are supporting us already um, with giving us giving us feedback and mm-hmm. telling us um, what you guys think is best. But also, there are people who are your guys' age who are business leaders and mm-hmm. presidents and, and teachers. And teachers, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think the biggest thing is just support us since that's, I think, the biggest tool you guys can do for us because we're going to How can we go. support you? Money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I had money. some, yeah. I'd think about giving yeah, it Ask to teachers you. for money. Class. <laughs> <laughs> you could start by subscribing that. to the podcast. Oh, that's true. Huh? That's a great way to subscribe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're sponsored by Peloton. Peloton. No, we're not. I think a good advice for anybody but especially for your generation, is to just, as, and it's going to sound kind of cheesy, but to honestly, like, tr- do your best to live in the moment. Because I feel like people are drifting further and further away from the moment and, and just completely uh, throwing themselves into their phones. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, I think it is kind of an addiction, and I think mm-hmm. it needs to be dealt with uh you know just i've seen it much more as a teacher and even with like my freshman classes this year like oh yeah the freshmen like i'll look up sometimes and like half of them have their phone out just randomly i'm like what is going on like yeah you guys are doing group work you don't need your phones for this we have chromebooks (laughs) 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 like like anything that you could be using your phone for you should be using your chromebook for but um 
Yeah, and I, and I think that that's just a conscious decision that like your generation and our generation mm-hmm. should also just be thinking about and just think like, am I like currently just like residing in the moment, and, and can I do something to help myself do that? I think it's easy as you get older to become kind of set in your ways, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to. I think your generation is already a little bit better because ideas spread even quicker mm-hmm. about being good about like being open to good ideas. But I also think your generation is growing up in this world that's hyper-polarized, where you mm. can't entertain mm-hmm. someone else's opinion. And I think being open to that and understanding that someone might have an opinion you disagree with, di- disagree with but have it for very valid reasons because they have a different life experience is good. And I think for a lot of ways, like the genera- your generation is good at that. But there's also a lot of opinions that I think are instantly dismissed, and I think that's overall... Being you know, close-minded. I think it's being close-minded. I think there's, you know, probably some repercussions of that right now. And I think there's going to continue to be in the future where people feel more and more kind of... I think it's I think it's tough to some extent because my only example is that we live in a very, like, liberal bubble in Montgomery mm-hmm. County. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of times where I have um, conversations with... Because I have some friends who are very conservative uh, politically. And, you know, when we can, like discuss like the differences of views on some issues like you know healthcare, immigration stuff like that like I have views that I believe very deeply um, but my friends who might be more conservative have views that they believe equally deeply mm-hmm. and by even though like I don't like come to the middle and be like alright let's only allow half the people in this country <laughs> you know it's like I can at least understand why they hold that view and why that's important to them and a lot of times like they'll say something I'm like all right like I disagree with that practically but I understand where you're coming from and I think that just humanizes everybody a lot more and mm-hmm. I think that as you guys are more and more connected through social media you risk losing that diversity of opinion because everybody sees the same yeah. things all the time yeah I totally agree because I feel like social media makes it feel like we have to be one way or the other and there's no in between or like people can't come to an agreement on some things or you can't be friends with someone because of a certain belief they have or stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I do think there's a lot of polarization and just tribalism. Yeah. And then like yeah. those people get bullied because they have different opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this social pressure on social media. Yeah, it's like this thing that, that everyone is so concerned with being right versus being effective is, is mm-hmm. how I've heard it worded mm-hmm. by different people. And I think that that's, yeah. that's true. Everyone just wants to be right so badly. And they feel challenged and, and uh, could feel ostracized if they if they do get challenged um, on their opinions. Going back to when you were talking about like teaching and stuff and to the younger generation, what do you find yourself adjusting the way you teach to fit the generation, like yeah. Gen Z? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a there's a vast maturity disparity between ninth and twelfth graders, mm-hmm. and you see that I see it every day because mm-hmm. you know I, mm-hmm. I kind of start my day with. Well, I technically started with eleventh graders, but they're all asleep first period, and so mm-hmm. second period I got the ninth graders, and you know they're they're for the lack of a better yeah. word immature, and then I don't have, care about much, and then I get on to later in the day, and I'm teaching two IB classes, and here's where you get uh, the types that, you know, start class-wide, you know, marches and and podcasts and and things like that, and and, and that are proactive. And and that's another thing that I've been thinking kind of the whole time, was that, you know, we're talking to you guys, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, who are 
obviously Generation Z and everything, but Generation Z encapsulates a whole mess of people, as do millennials. Mm-hmm. And you're only getting kind of a small look at the people. And when you said that you guys are leaders, I, do, I agree that you three are definitely leaders, all right, for like starting something like this and being a part of your class the way that you are. All right. Yeah. Some tissues. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, but then let it a- be noted that all the Gen Z ears are crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> so weak. <laughs> We're weak. Very sensitive young people, but, but no, and you know what I mean? And then you get yeah. kind of out of, I mean, even in the IB program, you can kind of be in a bubble a little bit because you're just surrounded by other IB people in all your classes. And then you don't get to see, the other people in your class as much and and there's a lot of difference there as well when it comes to maturity i think just as gen z as a whole like i think that education has changed from when we were there but i think also a big part of that is that we were taught by uh baby boomers and you guys are getting taught by millennials so if gen zers become educators you'll react to the way that we've taught you and gen z when you teach gen and alpha Mm -hmm. like it'll be different there um in some ways, it's like I think the attention span has changed. You guys look for um, information differently than we did. It used to be a lot more content knowledge, and now it's much less of that because anytime you guys don't know something, you can just pull out your phone and look it up. So mm-hmm. it's less important to know information and more important to think about it. So it's a little bit more like interpretation and analysis focused than it used to be. Um, it's much more independent as well. Yeah. Yep. Like we were we were pretty reliant on our teachers for all the information. It was very hard for us to actually yep. go and like yep. find out about the IP IB or AP tests. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, absolutely to log onto the internet took some time. When I was, <laughs> yeah, like, you could go to the dial up, and sometimes it wouldn't work, and it would take like five ten minutes before I actually connected. And each website would take like sometimes like thirty seconds for the page to load. I'd be like, Jesus Christ! You guys would yeah. go to the library a lot, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the library. <laughs> As a home away from home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe I went to the library. I didn't, I didn't spend too much time. With <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my happy place. Yeah. But that's another big thing. It's just like thinking about, like, we don't use textbooks to teach anymore. You know, we yeah. used to be like, I learned U.S. history out of one textbook. You know, I learned a lot of my history courses actually out of one single textbook. And mm-hmm. it's just like that shapes your worldview to an extent because you only see one perspective. If you've been raised in like a box your whole life, it's very different when someone like comes over from a different box to be like, Oh, like that's cool. Like mm-hmm. you guys do things differently. It's like, no, like what do you mean? Like you don't do this. Or what do you mm-hmm. mean? Like you talk about this event differently. Or what mm-hmm. do you mean that you have a different perspective? There's only one perspective cause there's only one book, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like a big thing. You guys have a wealth of information, which is cool. We didn't really get that till college. The, the wealth books? of information. Wow. Did you get, you didn't have books? <laughs> <laughs> no, the wealth of information really. Like I remember, yeah. like I remember freshman, uh, history courses, just like some of the stuff just blew my mind. Eye opening. Yep. Yeah. Some of it we did know because by that time, internet had improved and we had more availability. But I remember yeah. like those first couple of years with actually having like internet access to like find stuff that I'd never been confronted with before were crazy. Mm-hmm. It was just like stuff that blew my mind. Yeah. Um, the fact that, you know, history had multiple viewpoints. The fact mm-hmm. that you know, somebody like a bunch of people worked on discovery and not everybody got credited. Just like mm-hmm. simple stuff that I just taken for granted. So I think it is evident that there's a lot of differences uh, between each generation. 
But what is something that we can all agree on? Baby boomers suck. <laughs> boomers. <laughs> Nailed it. I think like both generations are just trying to find their place in life. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think we have similar values. Yeah. yeah, I think that we we approach life in a similar way, and have similar perspectives on a variety of things, politics, mm-hmm. um, good ideas on what success actually is. You know, similar ideas. Mm-hmm. We want change because we see problems in our generation. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we we notice issues. <laughs> no, that's true. That's, yeah. that's a good we, list. Yeah, we notice issues and we want right, to want to better them. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Adam, head out. That's a meme. That's are y'all hip to memes? Not not hip. I wouldn't say not not no. nearly in the same way you guys are. No. Like you guys, you guys, what speak, memes would you guys, you guys speak memes as like a language. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate SpongeBob memes. Mm-hmm. You guys appreciate the classic SpongeBob. Was SpongeBob around when you guys were growing up? Yeah. I didn't have cable, so I wasn't. Watch it. Yeah. But it was, yeah. It was. It, was, it was starting up when we were You could have just young. pulled it up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Wait, uh, in a sense, aren't you guys more hip than your non-teacher friends because you're oh, more yeah. interactive oh, with without them? Oh, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually. We're closer to 2024 than the 1970s, but the 1970s feels like longer. Some quick math, Gabby. Really <laughs> 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 quick maths. <laughs> quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just repeated what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just rewatched it. Yeah, yeah, I just try and sound hip by repeating it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it works. Yeah. So uh, we just want to thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. You know, it's been great. We yep. love to hear your it's opinions. Fun. Yeah. It's been really cool. Um, Good time. Y'all try to drop your IG name. <laughs> can't, can't do that. Can you, follow, uh, you can follow Donahue on SoundCloud. At, uh, yeah, yeah. Little Big Fat. Little Big Fat. <laughs> AKA DJ Gingerbread. AKA. Gingerbread. Uh, uh, yeah, AKA. 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 Anyway, yeah, it's been really fun. Um, yeah, this is Eden with Gabby and Jason. And our special guests Mr. Varner and. Mr. Donahue. All right, thank you for being here. Woo! Thank you. Clap up. Thank you. Clap up. Clap it up. Clap it up. Sweet. There we go. All thank right. you. Thank you guys. That was pretty cool. That, that was, was really cool. fun. That was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, good conversations. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And our next episode finna be a banger, bro. Big one. So, so stay tuned. We're gonna have a lottery. Type thing, you type know. Type a lottery. Either. Type a lottery. Uh, what type of lottery? Yeah. <laughs> what did I win from this lottery? Yeah. You could win a chance to be featured, featured. on the podcast. What? So thank you so much for tuning in, and make sure that you enter. We'll give you more information on our Instagram page. So follow us at the dot lunch dot hour dot podcast. Hey. Oh, special shout out to Mr. Varner and Mr. Donahue again. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. And that has been the podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.